0: Hey, ladies, and welcome to the Water With Lemon podcast. This is Emma Cook, your host, and I am so glad you are here listening today. This is a podcast by a 20-something for 20-somethings in hopes that we can be encouraged, inspired, and challenged in this crazy time of life. So grab something refreshing, and let's get going. Hey, ladies, Bethany Beal from Girl Defined joins me today on the pod to talk about womanhood, and embracing God's design for men and women. Her insight is life-giving, and her love for the Lord shines bright. So let's get to it. My gals, I want to pause for just a minute to tell you about our sponsor for today's episode, which is the hashtag 20-something book written by my very own Kimber Cummings. Are you a 20-something gal? Check out. Yes, trying to pursue Jesus in what is such an exciting but daunting decade of your life, a decade that seems to be characterized by a lot of dreaming and waiting and discovering, then this book is for you or just any 20-something at heart. Through Kimber's words, you'll feel the familiarity of a close friend as Kimber encourages us through stories with how to create more fun, freedom, and purpose— work through expectations and dreams and a few disappointments, and just getting to know God's character and goodness transform and inform every area of our lives. I personally enjoyed every single second of this book and laughed so hard. Kimber is real and every gal can relate what, to what she writes about. So go grab 20-something by Kimber Cummings on Amazon today. Check it out in the show notes. Welcome to the Water with Podcast, Ms. Bevany. Thank you. I'm so excited to be here. (laughs) Yes. How about you start us off and tell us a little bit about you and what
1: life is like for you these days? Yeah. Well, you know, it's a little bit crazy right now because, um, well, I have a a one-year-old, which is awesome and so fun. And he is just Mr. Energy. He actually recently discovered he's known about his voice, but I think he just recently in like the last (laughs) few days realized how loud he can make it. And he Mm, has been screaming and yelling for no reason, but he's happy, you know, just like, Ah, yeah. You know, and it's hilarious. Yeah. So that's been something fun and interesting and new to experience. Um, and then uh, Kristen and I, who co founded Girl Defined Ministries together, we are actually about and on the brinks of releasing a new devotional, Shine Bright 60 Days to Becoming a Girl Defined by God and book releases. I always think, like, oh, the hard part is writing the book. And then the right. launch comes around and I'm like, <laughs> so Kristen <laughs> like had no idea. Of- <laughs> yes. And Kristen's out of town right now, which is great. But I I'm like trying to, you know, be a mom and launch this book. And I'm like, Lord, you have control, you know, like you, oh I just goodness. have to trust in you because you can only do so much in a 24 hour day and you got to sleep, you know, right. so, so that's <laughs> what's consuming my life right now, being a wife, being a mom yes. and trying to get this book out there. And I feel like I, I pretty much can't do one more thing, you know? <laughs> right. <laughs> You're like, you know, the plate is full,
0: nothing else. Yes. <laughs> yes. That's so exactly. exciting. That is awesome. Our, And can you tell me a little bit about that? Like, you know, where did you, Kristen, kind of come up with that?
1: Yeah. So we've wanted to, you know, come out with a devotional for years now. We have three other books and we've been so grateful for that opportunity with these other books. But we, you know, being in the word and being women, girls who are rooted in the word and actually read God's word for ourselves is crucial, Mm -hmm. especially in our modern day. There are so many messages and our own simple hearts, you know, just. Lies and telling us what our womanhood should look like and where our identity should be found. It's confusing. And so I feel like if we are not women who are rooted in the word, who understand God's word, who read it for ourselves so that we can know the truth, it's, you know, of course we're going to believe the lies or we're going to believe right. the most popular message out there. And so Kristen and I wanted to produce something that obviously it's not the word, but it points women to God's word. So Shine mm-hmm. Bright is it's 60 days. So it's easy to commit to. It's not like a whole year's worth. Um, and it's a devotional specifically for women. So whether you're single, married or teenager, we wrote it in a way that's very relatable to all ages. Mm -hmm. Um, and it's basically, it starts out with scripture and then it unpacks the scripture with just real practical life examples, how we can apply it in our modern day. And then it ends every day with a digging deeper section where women can dig deeper, get deeper into God's word and go actually open up their Bibles for themselves. So obviously Mm -hmm. we have scripture in the devotional, but we always encourage you to actually go to God's word for yourself. And so, So that's kind of how it came about. We just wanted to produce something that would point women to God's word to help them grow in their relationship with Mm -hmm. him. And we had no idea it would come come about this quickly. Our publisher was kind of like, hey, why don't we make this happen like this year? You know, they said that last year we were like, oh, okay, let's do it. So (laughs) it was kind of a fast and crazy process and, we, you know, we were really grateful and really excited. And now we're yeah. on the brink of releasing it into the world. So, um, you know, if you're listening and you need something to help you get into the word or just a little bit of structure or guidance to know how to, how to even read your Bible, then the shine bright devotional would be perfect for you.
0: That's awesome. I love that. And I love that you guys focus a lot on scripture. Cause sometimes I feel like devotionals can easily just yes. be like somebody's words or, you know, kind of their, their thoughts and opinions yes. on the word, you know, and, and very easily we only focus in that and then don't take it back to like actually read for ourselves. So I really like that. Yeah.
1: Oh, I know that like, was. Okay,
0: great. Here you go. Yes. But like, also go look
1: in the actual. Yeah.
0: Bible.
1: <laughs> well, and I do, I feel like there are a lot of devotionals where it's like, Oh, you know, really beautiful prayers or just so like, mm, makes me feel so good, you know, but it's mm-hmm. like, okay, mm-hmm. you know, if we're just reading our human words and we're not actually going to scripture, I feel like, okay, I don't really know if that's, that's the point there. Right, <laughs> so right, right. hopefully women leave, you know, every day with shine bright, having opened up God's word from for themselves. And yeah, that, that would be a win. That would be a success. <laughs> yeah,
0: that's great. I love that. I'm excited for it. Um, so would you kind of tell us a little bit more about you, Bethany? I'd love to hear kind of just like your story and, and how you came to know the Lord.
1: Yeah. So I am from Texas, grew up in a big family. So there's eight of us kids, you know, people think that's really big, Kids in their family, and they're like, that's small, but I think it's a big family. <laughs> and <laughs> we're all really tall. Like most of us are over six feet. I'm six one. So we're kind of like the land of the giants hey, i Texas. Six feet
0: <laughs> too. No tall way. Yeah. <laughs> and in Texas. So there you go.
1: <laughs> Long lost sisters here. <laughs> that's right. That's right. I love that. That's <laughs> awesome. Um, and so I grew up in a Christian family. My parents were first-generation Christians, but you know, like everything, mm-hmm. it really is um, you know, I, I've, I heard about Jesus and I did come to know him. And I really do believe I did at a young age, but it really was for me a process of, as far as like a sanctification and coming to know the Lord for myself. Um, I struggled a lot with basically almost like a workspace salvation of wanting to mm. measure <laughs> up and feel like I need to be enough for God. Like I need to be a good enough Christian so that he'll accept me. And, um, it really wasn't until I was in it was my mid twenties. Actually, I was in a relationship, not a healthy relationship. Everyone around me was telling me like, you know, you don't need to be in this relationship, but of course i just think I know better how mm-hmm. many, you know, many of us, when we are in that dating phase, do we just all of a sudden think we're the exception or we know better. And, um, that's how I was. I was like, everyone just wants me to die. An old maid, never married, miserable. <laughs> like they're all against me. You know, I just totally lost, <laughs> lost my brains there, but it was, after a while, I finally, by the grace of God was able to see, okay, this isn't a healthy relationship. This isn't drawing me closer Mm -hmm. to the Lord. I am not better with this person. I'm not, not honoring the Lord in this relationship. And afterwards, after it ended, I remember I was taking a walk in my neighborhood and I was kind of like having a prayer walk and just, you know, praying and reflecting on the past, you know, two years of what my life had been And I remember feeling so, and this sounds so stupid, but I remember feeling almost like embarrassed and so ashamed that I had been so naive that I had Mm -hmm. ended up with this guy who wasn't, you know, talk the talk, but definitely didn't walk the walk and who really, you know, I felt like, I was above that. Like, I was this good Christian girl who wouldn't make, like, wouldn't end up with a guy who wasn't, you know, just so amazing um, and who would never compromise, who would never, you know, like, never just, I was just better than that. And I remember... God, not saying audibly, obviously, but just like reminding me of his truth in his word where he says, Mm -hmm. you know, like Jesus came to die, not for perfect people, but for sinners. And you, Bethany, are a sinner too. And no one is better than another person. No one needs their good works or their righteousness to come to me. We all come to the cross broken and needy and humble and in need of a savior. And it was in that moment after this breakup that I realized, wow, like that's, that's me exactly. Like I, I am not a Christian because I'm good enough. I'm a Christian because I'm a lost and broken sinner who makes stupid decisions and Mm is even who does dumb things, but that's Mm -hmm. why I need Jesus. I need his perfection and his righteousness and his wisdom. And so it really was that, you know, experience in my twenties that I think made my relationship with God so much more, I guess, (laughs) true and um, real. And yeah. I, it was kind of a breaking point for me where I, I, you know, and I obviously we all continue to struggle, but stopped really defining my worth in Christ by my works and really like came to embrace his righteousness and perfection in my place. So that was a huge turning point for me. And since then it's just, and, and even before then just been, you know, a. Uh, a desire of mine to reach out to the next generation. I'm 32 and there are always women either my age or you know, older than me or younger than me that I can link arms with and pull along in this Christian life because mm-hmm. it's hard. And so that's kind of the the reason I started Girl to Find Ministries along with Kristen was because we we see how hard life can be and we see, you know, just the how inundated we are with messages on social media and magazines, right. just our own hearts. And it's hard being a woman, a Christian woman in our day and age. And so Girl Defined is just a desire to, to create a sisterhood of women who truly want to know God's word, who truly want to mm. you know, understand his design for our femininity and really live that out. And so that's been going on now for several years. And And yeah, that's my passion and my, you know, I always say like, I'm living my dream life. Like I Mm -hmm. love what I get to do. I love interacting with other Christian women. I love just getting to be a part of, you know, the greater sisterhood because as Christians, we're all sisters in Christ. So that's kind of a long, a long bit about me, but that's, that's truly my journey with knowing the Lord and kind of where my, my passions lie now. Right. And I love hearing those like light bulb
0: moments where you're like, Oh i get it now like yeah i didn't realize that that's who you were jesus but that makes so much sense like yeah moment where you realize oh i'm actually never going to be able to truly measure up but here's the good news that jesus loves me anyways and he died for me so that i could you know but i could measure up you know amen yeah and so that is cool. I love hearing those like moments, even when it's yes. like li- maybe later in life, but God, you know, kind of says, okay, hang on, let's like shift the narrative here.
1: <laughs> yes. It's actually very helpful or else I would still think that, you know, and I know, you know, we all grow up in different ways and that's, what's so cool about, you know, God and his word is that it's, you know, relevant to all of us and whether you grew up in a Christian home, whether you didn't, you know, came to know the Lord young later, mm-hmm. he, is, you know, all of our savior and at the foot of the cross, we all need him. And so I'm just yes. so grateful that he doesn't have these requirements, you know, it's like, it's yeah. his perfection, his righteousness. And I am really grateful for that. Cause I would be obviously yeah. lost, very we lost without him.
0: oh yes. Lord, yes. Literally. Yes. It would not be good. <laughs> okay. So I would love to ask you now a little bit about, okay, we're clearly in a crazy time of life and the past like year, and a half especially has just been totally nuts and so yeah um specifically you know what I kind of want to talk to you about because I know it's obviously your passion and um you know talking about it in your book that's coming out as well is just yeah. what it looks like to truly embrace womanhood right here right now 2021 mm. like what does that even look like because we are like you said getting so many mixed messages and so how can we truly yeah embrace
1: who we are mm, that's a good question a really big one <laughs> right I, you know I like how experienced- much time do we have yes, I know like uh, and obviously you you know I have no problem talking so um, <laughs> I, um, I remember and Kristen and I actually shared this story in our book Girl Defined um And that's all about identity and femininity. But each of us had kind of like post high school had an opportunity to kind of dabble in and explore the modeling world and modeling industry. Mm -hmm. And I remember I was sitting in this like, you know, I don't know, the head of one of these agencies in his office. And I, you know, it was kind of like a turning point in my life for me. Like, what was I going to do? Where was I going to go? Was I going to like go down this road and, you know, try to embrace my Christian life with you know, modeling and just my femininity and Mm -hmm. God's design for womanhood. And it was kind of like a confusing time. I was 19 or 20. And I remember sitting in this modeling agency's office and all around me, literally it was like wallpapered, but I guess they were like posters and pictures of the models that they had raised up in their company or Mm -hmm. whatever. But they were Mm -hmm. all basically like nude. And I remember sitting across from Mm -hmm. this guy that I called Jeff and he's handing me the application and telling me all why their agency is so amazing. Um, and I remember just sitting there and having this realization, this moment of like, wow, like this in so many ways is what like we're told, like being a woman is all about. Like if you could be like a top mm. model, you know, that'd be the life that would be the dream. And I remember sitting there and thinking like, Wow like I am worth so much more than becoming another like naked image on of Jeff's wallpaper here. Like I, yeah. this is not what my life <laughs> is about, you know, and it sounds so crazy, but when we look out in the world and we see like how womanhood is being portrayed, I mean, if you think of like who the women are the year of, or the, the songs of the year, you know, I mean, it is absolutely insane because it's so much about like, you know, basically like stripping down or showing off your body. And that's like a sense of power and being overly sexual Mm -hmm. and and feeling like, I don't care what anyone else says, you know, like that's what it means to be a woman. And we wouldn't say that necessarily, but when you look at the messages that are out there, I mean, you just walk by a magazine counter, you know, I always think it's hilarious when you see top 100 most beautiful women of the year, you know, and it's like the number one woman, like, what is this all about? You know, like as women, it's, Seems like the essence of being a woman is the way that we look or our sexual appeal to the world. And that's what makes us like a queen. That's what makes us powerful. Um, But I've realized that, and as Christians, when we go to God's word, we know that it is not, He doesn't value and uphold and use the women that are the most sexualized or the most popular or the most famous. You know, we see in Proverbs, He says, charm is decepal and beauty is fleeting, but a woman who fears the Lord, she is to be praised. And so Mm -hmm. for me, I've realized that the essence truly of biblical femininity, of biblical womanhood. And it it sounds kind of like a Christian cliche, but it truly is about becoming less about me and more about Christ. And the more that I take my eyes off of trying to make my name great and trying to, you know, get those likes on social media or trying to be, you know, approved by my peers around me, when I stop fighting, clamoring for all of that, and I focus more on like, okay, my purpose in life is to, To literally, the Bible talks about shining for him, being a light for him, for his glory. That's my purpose. Mm -hmm. And, you know, men and women at the end of the day, our purpose truly is the exact same. We are different and we have, you know, unique genders and unique, amazing things about each of our genders. And, you know, I had a baby this Mm -hmm. last year and it was an amazing experience getting to be a woman and have that opportunity to carry life into this world and feed him. And so we see these things that are unique about our womanhood. But at the end of the day, everything we do is truly about God and about his glory Mm -hmm. and about having a relationship with him and telling others about him. And when I remember that my purpose in life, my insecurities, honestly, everything about me becomes more clear because I'm like, you know, who cares if people literally you know, hate me online. Or if people, you know, literally, you know, tell me something crazy or somebody, you know, makes a rude comment and tells me I'm ugly or whatever it is, you know, those things we Mm -hmm. all experience from time to time, those things don't have to destroy me any longer because that's not what my femininity, that's not what my womanhood is ultimately about. My entire purpose is about using my body, using my life, to point others to Jesus. Um, and Mm -hmm. honestly that's completely and radically changed my goals. It's changed what Mm -hmm. I live for. It's changed my Mm -hmm. priorities. Um, because you know, I'm like the goal of life isn't to reach even a certain corporate climbs, a certain corporate Mm -hmm. ladder. It's not about being better than men or, you know, achieving something specific in that area. It's like as a Christian, when we, drown out that noise and we look to scripture, we see, wow, the North star truly is about using our entire lives and whatever sphere he's put us in, whether that's at the workplace, in school, to really be a light for him. Um, And so that's kind of the big, broad overview. But I think if we don't have that foundation and we don't understand that, then the insecurities and the confusion about direction only continue to haunt us in a way because we we don't understand what the main purpose is, but when we can hone in and remember what our north star is and remember what mm-hmm. our purpose is in life, I think that brings a lot of clarity to decisions that need to be made. And just you know, why why the heck we're even here, you know? And, and that's the big <laughs> yes. that's the big question of life. Yes. But it's like, wow, we have these answers, and when that's the foundation, it makes everything truly, honestly, mm-hmm. so much easier.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Right, just being able to
0: to define your purpose um, to know how we, why we were made, how were we made, um, and that it's very specific and God designed, um, I yeah. like that. And so mm-hmm. in talking about that and, you know, right now there's just so many mixed messages, mixed things out there yeah, that the world is saying about what being a woman is, or not even necessarily that Womanhood is even a thing that you yes, should I just know. be whatever you want to be. You know, I was talking yeah. to a thirteen-year-old the other day. She's like, "Yeah, if I want to be a refrigerator, I guess I could be a refrigerator." I was like, "It's that well, insane."
1: It that is, is that really insane. wise. Yep, that's
0: that's pretty wise. You know, so oh <laughs> my goodness. You know, so in all of that, um, which you know is confusing and at times especially if if you're not in a relationship with the Lord or you're new in your relationship with the Lord, yeah. then hearing those kinds of things can be very, very
1: confusing.
0: And so in that kind of world, like how mm. can we come back to what is true?
1: Yeah, that's hard. And I, you know, my heart really does go out to you know, just really everyone, but just the, the age of, you know, so much media being poured into our minds. It's like, you just go to the anywhere. I don't care. You go to the grocery store and it's like the music playing, you know, there are so many messages and even the stuff where it's like, it's clean. It's like, wow, what are they actually really talking about? (laughs) Um, and you know, it's like, like I was saying (laughs) the song of the year, which I'm not, I don't listen to that stuff, but it's like, wow, that as a culture, we have said that, you know, this crazy, super over sexual, you know, song, which I'm not even going to talk about, but it's like, a, you know, terrible song about, and just women portraying themselves literally like animals for crying out loud. You know, like we mm-hmm. just, you know, there's just the way women are, are portraying themselves and and then holding them up and saying, this is what womanhood is all about. I mean, it doesn't take two seconds, but to look on social media and see like, yeah, every video that scrolls by. And so I think that we have to take a step back and say, wow, like, okay, you know, what, what is womanhood all about? and Where did we even come from? And does it even matter? And honestly, I take offense. I take a big offense to the world basically saying, like, there's no difference and you can be whoever you want to. Like, I'm sorry, like, we are so, men and women are so unique and different. And it is such a beautiful thing. Instead of trying Mm -hmm. to diminish that fact and say, anyone can be a woman, like, I'm sorry, no, you can say, I mean, it's like, you know, the simple example, I breastfed my child and I still mm-hmm. am. And it's like, oh, no, 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 you can't say that. You must say chest feed. It's like, I'm sorry. No, like me and my husband, like he's not out that night feeding this baby, you know, like, and, and instead of, <laughs> you know, being upset about that, it's like, wow what a beautiful thing that God, our designer created women. So unique, so mm-hmm. specific, so different. And instead of viewing that as a bad thing, viewing that as a wonderful thing. And even mm-hmm. when it comes to our sexuality and our, you know, God's design for sex and and all of that saying, this wasn't just an accident. Hollywood mm-hmm. didn't create this. This isn't like a 21st century thing that we're dealing with. You know, like this is from the beginning of time. I mean, literally when you go to Genesis, you you God could have done anything, but He created Adam and Eve and created the first marriage in the garden, and it was perfect. And He literally gave them the gift of sexual intimacy to enjoy and to celebrate their covenant of marriage and to enjoy intimacy with one another and to experience pleasure. Um, and that's something that we still have to this day. So instead of looking around and saying, "Okay, let me research the latest article," we actually can learn so much about sex, about our sexual identity if we go to God's word and he may not say the specific things that we're seeing, like, okay, well, I want the God's word Mm -hmm. to say these exact things. But when we look and we actually open our eyes and read scripture, we see, wow, like God was very intentional to create a male and a female. He didn't leave that up to choosing. Um, he didn't leave that up to feelings. He he gave us a very clear way, like our, he created our bodies in a way to reflect something deeper about who we are. Um, And so instead of downplaying that, actually celebrating that, you know, and saying, wow, this is actually a good thing. So I think it's um, so important to look for those, I guess, overarching themes that we see in scripture. Mm So that would be one of them, just, okay, the fact that God created Adam and Eve and all throughout scripture, we see that he created men and women and always celebrates within the covenant of marriage, a man and a woman and how Mm -hmm. unique the different roles and the different, you know, Proverbs 31, Titus two, even into the new Testament that him talking about marriage, like, why do we, why do we want to fight against that so much? Mm -hmm. You know, it's, it's really a beautiful thing. And I think we would all agree that you know, the more we try to embrace our own ideas and stray from his word, the more confused and distorted things get. And we don't have more satisfaction. We don't have more peace. We truly do have more chaos. Um, mm-hmm. and so I think as a Christian woman, um, even when it comes down to something like sex before marriage, um, instead of saying like, okay, well the Bible is outdated and God's just to kill joy. Like, no, there are even secular studies that point out that, you know, Uh, a man and a woman in a covenant relationship or in a marriage that stick with it for life are actually the most sexually satisfied. You know, like there are even secular studies that point to the fact that God's design and God's ways actually really are even for just on a human satisfaction level really are more satisfying. Um, and so I think when we, when we have questions, when we have concerns, when we aren't sure what to do, um, opening up God's word, you know, looking, just going to the very beginning in Genesis or going to some of those key passages. Like I mentioned, Proverbs 31, Titus two, looking at some of the passages on marriage in the new Testament and really just going and, and praying and saying, God, I have a lot of ideas. I have a lot of thoughts of my own, but I'm going to put that aside for a minute. And I'm going to be open to what you have to say. And I'm not Mm -hmm. going to try to twist this to make it what I want it to be, but I'm going to really strive to see what you would want me to see. And, you know, I think that if we actually did that, our thoughts and beliefs and viewpoints would be very different, but I don't, I just don't think we actually read God's word with a listening ear or even go to God's word anymore. And, you know, that's, Krista and I wrote an entire book called Sex, Purity and the Longings of a Girl's Heart on all of this. And, you know, I, I think that it is helpful to get some guidance when we study this stuff. So that's a great resource, but, um, you know, there, uh, there's another great ministry called authentic intimacy. So if someone's right now, like, Hey, I am struggling and I'm confused. I'm dealing with same sex attraction, or I have a personal struggle I'm dealing, you know, I've been reading erotica or struggling with masturbation, these big things that can weigh heavy on mm. our hearts. and. And feel so shameful and like I don't want to talk to anyone about it. You know, I just mm-hmm. want you to know, Kristen and I at Girl Define Ministries, we are not afraid to talk about those things. Mm-hmm. Um, We don't. We we're not shocked. Oh my goodness! This, um, right. Somebody said those words, or is dealing with that. We want you to know, like we talk about that stuff, but not just to talk about it for the shock value, but to go to God's word to find freedom and to mm-hmm. to find that hope that there is a way. There is a way to find freedom from this. We don't have to stay in bondage to this stuff forever. So good. I would encourage you to kind of. Um, with any or have deeper questions because, you know, we, we love to dig into the nitty gritty and Mm -hmm. and find hope in those areas.
0: I love that. And I love that y'all provide a space like that. It seems really open um, for girls to be able to be like, uh, confused. Can you point me to some resources? You know, our next sponsor for this episode is one of my new personal favorite products. Dwell Differently creates scripture designs to help you memorize one Bible verse every month and each letter in the design represents the first letter of each word in the verse. So you see it, recall it, and repeat it. Their monthly memberships come with temporary tattoos, heck yeah, a key tag, a print, and access to digital kits from the current and past months. They have memberships for individuals, families, and even larger groups. And they also provide a weekly email, a devo, and podcast to help you dig further into learning about the verse of the month. I get asked all the time about my tattoos, and it becomes a great conversation starter and a quiz for me to make sure I remember my verse of the month. So Dwell is offering us a 10% discount on their membership using the code LEMON10. That's L-E-M-O-N 10. So go check them out, ladies. Yeah, and if we if we are constantly surrounding ourselves with the words of the world, you know, whether that's yeah. uh, social media or just whatever we're reading uh, online or the news or whatever it is, then that's what we're probably going to believe, you know, but if yeah. we're surrounding ourselves in truth. From God's word or yeah. resources that really, you know, help us to understand God's word, then that's what we're gonna believe, you know? So it's like, yeah, okay, first let's figure out where we're getting these messages and like are we able to combat them. And so for sure. You yeah. Know, I love what you said. Just go back to the word, you know?
1: Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and I know it's hard. Like I know it's hard to like you know, especially if you aren't familiar with the Bible, it can be hard to know where to turn to and where, like, okay, well, how do I learn more about that? And I think there's so Mm -hmm. much benefit that's, you know, like your podcast. It's like, this is super helpful for, Uh, young women, single women, older women, whoever is listening Mm -hmm. to be able to know like, oh, okay, you tackle a variety of topics. And so that gives them a little bit of insight into more specific how we can deal with these issues. And, you know, that's one of the reasons why Kristen and I write books is to give more specific help to pull out the different scriptures, to unpack different topics. And in our book, Sex, Purity and the Longings of a Girl's Heart, we focus completely on God's design for sexuality, his design for sex, how to deal with, you know, our, we're all, we all come to the, you know, the cross broken, like I said, so none of us are perfectly pure, any of that. And um, we talk about wrong views of purity. I mean, the topic of sex and sexuality and purity is a huge one. And so I know whenever these words are brought up, there can be for the listener so many different thoughts. Um, so mm-hmm. if you are in that place where you're like, wow, I really want to know where to go in God's word, but I'm not really sure. Um, mm-hmm. Our book, Sex, Purity and the Longings of a Girl's Heart would be an incredible resource for you. Or like I said, go to our website, girldefine.com. I mean, literally this week we're talking about masturbation which is kind of an awkward word to say and it can be like oh, I don't even want to talk about that but it's amazing when we actually bring this stuff to the light how many others are like, wow, I've been struggling with this and I've been too afraid to even speak of this you know and mm-hmm. so I think it's so important that we as Christians don't make this the big silent topic like never speak of this you know or it's only gonna right. encourage the the you know the bondage and to stay trapped in this stuff so I so appreciate that you're willing to go to these hard issues Emma yeah, yeah we need absolutely. it you know.
0: Absolutely. Yeah. So I guess kind of what I would like to, you know, maybe end this part of our conversation with is maybe addressing kind of some of those, those hard things that, you know, what are, what are like some of the most common things you hear from like 20s uh, age and, and, and what would you kind of encourage them in?
1: yeah I mean, some of the biggest things that we hear, and we've you know had thousands and thousands of messages and emails over the years um, and I think the areas that are like the emails that we get that are the most i guess desperate for help are mm-hmm. and we've gotten this email over and over again where the subject line just reads like help i've never told this to anyone before mm-hmm. or something along those lines and most mm-hmm. of these emails come from girls who either grew up in Christian homes were in the church um and they just feel like there is a certain standard for a Christian girl that they did not measure up to. And they feel like they, it, you know, people would be so ashamed of them that they can mm-hmm. never speak of any of their struggles. And mm-hmm. most often it has something to do with either like a pornography addiction or, um, struggle with struggles with masturbation, like I said, or maybe, um, just addicted to erotica in any form, um, or maybe a past relationship where they had sex before marriage, but didn't, you know, haven't hadn't told anyone about it. So I would say sur- things surrounding sexuality, because they are so personal to mm-hmm. us, and it is you know our mind and our hearts, and it's so deep. Um, those can often be the ones where I feel like girls feel most nervous to speak of and most nervous yeah. to find help in. And, you know, it is important to be wise. So I get it. You don't want to just declare it from the rooftops, you know, not everyone's mm-hmm. going to be a good help. So I get the, you know, we need to be wise in who we share it with. But my encouragement to you, if you're like, wow, I am one of those girls. Like I, mm-hmm. I have something that I've never told anyone, or I have a struggle that I truly haven't found freedom from, or I haven't even brought into the light. My mm-hmm. encouragement to you would be like please go find a godly mentor you know someone in your church whether it's your mom or an aunt or a woman that you know um and just one godly person that you can go to and say hey like i have been struggling with this and i don't want to stay in bondage to this anymore i don't want the enemy to have this guilt i've been free from it but i have never confessed it i've never repented of it and i want to bring it into mm-hmm. the light to find freedom my encouragement mm-hmm. to you if you are that listener would be to, to do that. I know it's super scary and it can be like, you feel like I would rather do anything but do that. That just feels like the worst thing Mm -hmm. ever, you know, but, um, I know from personal experience and, you know, Kristen's story, she had past struggles with masturbation, both of us bringing our sins into the light was the most freeing thing that ever happened to us. And it is like Mm -hmm. a weight being lifted off of your life. So I want to encourage you to, take that step and to not let your fear and the fear of what people may think of you to keep you from doing that, um, because Mm -hmm. there's so much freedom to be had and God wants you to have that freedom. That's why he sent Jesus to die so that you could be free. So, um, that would Mm -hmm. be my one encouragement to, to the listeners right now, because I, I just hate the idea of thinking of someone trapped in bondage when they, you know, they don't need to be, there can be, there can be freedom for them.
0: Right. And it can feel like you said, so scary to, to enter into that space where you're bringing it into the light. And that's exactly what the enemy uh, wants you to do is just to keep it hidden, you know? yes. so that's why it does feel so scary is because, you know, we think that people will judge us or that we'll never be looked at the same yeah, or whatever lie it is that the enemy is telling you, you know, it's all, it's all from the enemy. And so, yeah, yeah, that's something important, and and I agree. And I've been there. I've been there for sure. We all have mm-hmm. in, yeah. in some former fashion, you know. And for so, sure. Um, but it's it's important, you know. Mm-hmm. And it's just the small step of being able to to confess it, and yes, um, and then be able to to move move from there and kind of mm-hmm. go back to the word and get wise counsel and things like that. Yes. So, yeah. For sure. Absolutely. Okay. And. I know Bethany that you're not super far out of your twenties, you know, still, still super fresh, you know, I can still see them. <laughs> They're right back right? there. There they are. There they yes. Are. Right. Hi. Yes.
1: <laughs> but when I wear French braid pigtails. It makes me feel I've right? got those on right now. It makes me feel like I'm still in my twenties. <laughs> right. Right. Yes. Yeah.
0: I was like, she can't be, she really can't be. (laughs) Um, But if you could go back and just like, just looking at the picture of your 20s, like what is one thing that you kind of wish you knew?
1: I guess I wish I knew that um, what people think about me really doesn't matter. Um, (laughs) I feel like I lived and made so many decisions based off of what other people thought, just in small ways, you know? and that's really what mounted many of my insecurities and just lack of freedom I and mean, you you know how it is like just the embarrassment or awkwardness so much of it is based off of like huh, what do people think of me and mm-hmm. there's a scripture a bible verse that says you know like are we doing this for man or for god if i were doing this for man i would not be you know pleasing god or living for the lord and so that's kind of like my my overarching, one of my overarching like themes in life, like, mm-hmm. who am I doing this for? Like, is this for man, like the people around me, or is this for God? Because when I live for God, so, you know, even just stupid stuff, like if you're walking out of a store and you trip and fall, you know, it's like, I mean, I've done that so many times, maybe it's the long <laughs> legs. I don't know. Um, I've you know <laughs> done things where it's like, you, you feel so embarrassed, but it's like, you know, I, the more I live for God and the more I lower people's opinions of me because it's like, it really doesn't matter when I do even embarrassing things, it's a lot less embarrassing, you know, or just even the freedom to be and express, not just my own individualism, but be more free to embrace, I guess, like the, the, the aspects of my unique personality that God has given me and use those to glorify him. And and instead of feeling like, or even just the tall factor, you know, instead of feeling like, wow, I am literally miles above everyone in this grocery store right now. It's like, (laughs) it doesn't matter. You know, like it's not about them. And literally who cares? There was an experience in my twenties where I walked into a restaurant with my dad and the hostess literally looks me up and down and like disbelief. And she says, you are freakishly tall. And I'm like, well, wow. that's a great way to get in breed it into a restaurant, you know? Freakishly um, tall. But when I, this was a, at a point in my life where I really had become secure in what, you know, my identity in Christ and the fact that he had made me 6'1 and that he wanted to use me for his glory with the body he gave me in mm-hmm. that really tall height, you know, and it doesn't matter if this woman thinks I'm a freak, like God doesn't make freaks, you know? And yeah. so- Um, that would be my biggest advice too. if you're in your twenties or at any age, just to ask yourself who am I living for and whose opinion matters most, because it's the most freeing thing in the world to lower humans opinions of you and just more, you know, focus on Christ. Amen. Amen to that
0: sister for sure. And I understand the tall girl factor too. It's maybe we should have a support club over here. I I know. We need it, <laughs> but you're right. It's you know becoming secure in God, who God made you to be. Um, yeah, it's really cool how He does that.
1: So freeing.
0: Um. Okay, so I would love to know, like, what are you? These are more fun questions, by the way.
1: <laughs> what are you like reading, listening to, watching right now? Mm. So reading, listening to watching, um, I've actually really gotten into, um, it's called my strange exploring my strange Bible with Tim Mackey. He's one of the founders of the Bible project. Um, it's a super cool app. So they have the Bible project app, which I love and I love everything that they do, but it's just one of them. He created a, like Mm -hmm. his own little thing. And so it's just super cool and kind of like a fresh take on scripture. And he, has his own unique, you know, way of viewing things. So exploring my strange Bible has been really fun. I'm a big Albert Muller fan. So I listen to the briefing, his kind of like take on biblical mm. worldview. I listen to that pretty much every day because um, I don't keep up with any most news because I feel depressed if I do. So <laughs> that, that right. gives me a glimpse into the world without, <laughs> you know, getting too caught up in it. Um, and then I just actually got Gretchen Saffel's new book, the well-watered woman. Um, it just came out. So I'm Mm -hmm. really excited about that. And then I'm reading a parenting book called don't make me count to three, um, which is you know, I've heard it many godly women who I respect all say like this is their favorite book. And I don't know. So I I feel like my little one year old is getting to the point where I have to learn how to be a parent because he needs right. one. <laughs> so yeah, I'm yeah, like, like
0: Oh wait, hurry up and read. <laughs> He's learning read. how to talk.
1: Yes. <laughs> oh no. <laughs>
0: what do I do?
1: And oh. walk and move. Oh no. <laughs> yes. I know I had a first year where I'm like, oh this isn't, you know, I don't need a parent too much. Just got to keep the tiny human alive. And now I'm like, right. mm, I got to keep him from turning into yeah, a crazy feed, person,
0: sleep poop. That's really it. And
1: <laughs> then it changes. World. <laughs> oh, he's wonderful, but you know, got to yes. figure out the parent thing. <laughs> yes. Yes. That sounds
0: like the most amazing, but
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm really excited about it.
0: I feel like that I'm, a, I'm a third grade teacher. And so I feel like I'm getting a lot of Preparation for the days of parenting like that.
1: Oh, I've never said don't make
0: me count to three, but similar, similar realm. (laughs) (laughs) Then you need this book for your third graders, (laughs) right? Maybe, maybe who knows? (laughs) Uh, And then, lastly, what's refreshing you these days? Like anything that's just giving you life.
1: Uh, you know, my number one refreshing thing is taking baths and that's, I love it. Like when my husband, he knows, like sees me getting kind of overwhelmed or just like had a long day. He's like, doesn't matter. You know, I don't care Mm -hmm. if it's the middle of the day at night, like I'm not particular. I just like love a good bath bomb or like a good bubbly soap. And I will just go in there and like, an hour is a good time. If it's less, I'm like, we're going to have to rush," you know? So I am one of those bath <laughs> people where it's like, I can that's easily awesome. do, I could like be in the bath for two hours. So that's like my, my big relaxing thing, but I'm also a coffee shop girl. I love coffee shops. I love coffee, iced coffee here in Texas. You know, the heat, it can refresh with some energy and some coffee. That's right. That's uh, right. I love that. And you know, they always say coffee stunts your growth. And I started drinking coffee a long time ago. So maybe what? I was supposed to be seven feet. Maybe I'm really like a seven-foot yeah. human, but coffee
0: stunted me to only six <laughs> one. Thank you, coffee. You never know. <laughs> Interesting. I've never heard that.
1: But yeah, people maybe. would always tell us that like coffee stunts your growth. I'm like, we're literally all giants around here, and we all drink right. coffee. <laughs> you have no idea what you're talking about.
0: Yes. <laughs> uh, maybe it improves uh, our wisdom. I think that's what I'm going to go it. for. I'm going to go with that one. <laughs> You're like, no, I think this is actually how it turned out for me. So yes. yeah, exactly. <laughs> I love it. Well, thank you so much for coming on today, Bethany. I loved having you and I'm excited for y'all's new devotional and just everything that y'all are up to. I'm excited to, to just keep
1: up. Thanks so much, Emma. I enjoyed it yes. and keep up the great work on your end. You're doing awesome. Thanks. Gail. Yeah you guys. I am so grateful
0: for Bethany and her passion for womanhood and creating resources for women to be set free by God's beautiful design for men and women. And I pray that the Lord uses this conversation to set you on a path of freedom. Until next time, stay fresh, my people.